you ever feel like you get started strong, but your consistency falls off? Last month, we talked about commitment. Like, what is the consistency that we need to have in our business? And how do we look to the Lord as our model of consistency? How do we define consistency and allow Him to direct us in that? How do we put it into discipline and What does consistency lead to in our development as we seek to build a thriving kingdom business? Well, that's where we're going this month, talking all about consistency. So join us for the conversation right now. Hey there, welcome to the Hustle with Heart podcast. I'm Erin Harrigan, a Christian wife, empty nest mom, speaker, coach, and lover of tacos, and I'm your host for the podcast, tailor-made for Christian businesswomen who've had success yet feel something is still missing. My mission is teaching women like you how to break free from overwhelm and overachievement so you can carry out God's assignment with clarity, serenity, and fulfillment. On this podcast, we apply biblical truth to business with practical application so you can tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus to build a thriving business for kingdom impact. If that sounds like you, you're in the right place. And if you're ready to learn to redefine hustle and pursue success God's way, let's get started. So you know that God defines consistency and that He models it. Jesus modeled consistency for us, right? So we know that definition. We know that we are called to allow him to direct us. Like we talked last week that that he is our great positioning shepherd. And yet, when the rubber meets the road, are we willing to take the action? And not just take the action, but take it consistently over and over, even when it seems mundane, right? Even the most mundane action. Do you find yourself there sometimes? Well, friends, you are not alone because... I am too. (laughs) You know, I don't just share this podcast to share the Lord's message of redefining hustle and pursuing success His way so that you can learn. I share it in as much for myself as my own teaching, if you will. But why consistency matters and how this is an action that takes daily discipline. That's where we're going today. So I want to remind you that we have been talking about this pattern of consistency, that that consistency is showing up in how we pray, in how we allow God to define and direct us, how we put that into discipline so that we can develop. And again, that is the four keys framework. So go grab that at erinharrigan.com slash four keys. But I want to remind you that our consistency matters because it changes the landscape. It changes the kingdom. The Lord gave you your business as a vehicle for kingdom impact. And if you are not consistent in the action that you take, if you don't have all of these puzzle pieces together, that people won't find you trustworthy and they won't decide to do business with you again, and they won't refer their their friends and colleagues to do business with you and to partake of your services and products. So your consistency matters. It matters that you are enduring and unchanging in the work that you do. So there's this great quote that I found when I was writing my book. And this is a quote by Pastor Stephen Furtick of Elevation Church that says that the impact of finishing is greater than the excitement 
of starting. And this quote reminded me that it's not about the excitement at the beginning. It's about consistent effort over time. And that when we do things with the Lord, that he will reward that by blessing our obedience. But man, does he want us to be consistent. So let's take a look at the story of Nehemiah. And I'm going to kind of paraphrase Nehemiah for you, but Nehemiah is a story of brick by brick consistency. (laughs) Get it? Because he was rebuilding the wall around Jerusalem. So I'm going to refer to my book, Pursuing Success God's Way, A Practical Guide to Hustle with Heart. You can get that on Amazon. And this story of Nehemiah really demonstrates for us how his consistency in all things greatly impacted the productivity in rebuilding the wall around Jerusalem. So first and foremost, we talked last week about the great positioning shepherd. Well, the Lord clearly positioned Nehemiah. He was the cupbearer to the king. And because of his consistent behavior of being the cupbearer, which means anything that went to the king to drink, that the cupbearer drank first to test it. So if it were poisoned, the cupbearer died. But the cupbearer had to do his job every single day. And that may seem really mundane, like, here we go, there's another drink for the king that I have to test out. But his consistency built the trust of the king. And why that's important is because in establishing that deep trust, through his consistent service, when he went to the king to plead his case to have the leeway and the permission and the materials to go rebuild the wall in Jerusalem, guess what? The king gave him access. And not just the access and the permission to rebuild the wall, but the king actually reached out to the leaders of the territory through which Nehemiah would be passing to ensure his safe passage because he was trusted because of his consistency. Nehemiah was consistent in communicating his vision to the people about rebuilding the wall. And he was consistent in seeking wisdom and direction from the Lord. He was consistent in his leadership such that not only did the the people come together to build the wall, but they worked in the face of opposition because they trusted him because his message was consistent. And as a result, they rebuilt this wall from ruins in only 52 days. Nehemiah is our model of consistency and not the only one, but certainly the fact that he was diligent in his work from the time he became the cupbearer all the way to leading the people to rebuild the wall. Every step of the way, he was consistent in his work. He was consistent in his discipline. Now, let me give you another example of consistency. Why would Beyonce be in a Christian business podcast? Well, when I was writing my book, I read that Beyonce rehearsed eight months for a two-hour performance. Eight months. She was consistent in her discipline. Because think about it. Anybody can do anything once. But it takes godly discipline and diligence to keep going and be consistent even when it looks like nothing is happening. 
even when it looks like nothing is happening. And so again, with Nehemiah, like it may have looked like nothing was happening as the cupbearer, but then came the day when it was time to take action and talk to the king about his desire to go and rebuild this wall. And here's the thing is that when we are consistent, the Lord blesses us in that. He blesses us for sticking to it through the hard stuff because he wants to the world to see and experience what it looks like when people stay in it for the long haul. Your feelings might tell you to move on. We're going to get to that challenge in just a minute. But real permanent peace in your business is going to come after obedience And that includes the obedience of consistency and follow through. Bishop T.D. Jake said, the strength is in the repeat, not the retreat. So we have to be consistent in our discipline. And it is a daily choice. Why? Because it's through our consistency that we prove that we walk the talk. We've talked about this in every episode this month. But think about it. If we're not putting discipline around our work, and therefore we're not showing up consistently, how will we have any results? Much less, how can we allow the Lord to have margin to move us and redirect us if we're not showing up consistently for him? So let's take a look at a model of consistency, which is our master Jesus. In the first episode in this month, go back and listen to that if you haven't. It's episode 137. We talked about Jesus being the model of consistency and our master God being the model of consistency. But I'm going to take you through a few scriptures that talk about Jesus's consistency and how he was disciplined in his prayer life and in seeking direction from his father. I'm not going to read all of these for you, but throughout the New Testament, we're told in Matthew 14, 23, that he left to go and pray. In Mark 1, 35, that he left to go and pray. And Luke 6, 12, this one I will share with you. In Luke 6, 12, it says, <clears throat> now it came to pass in those days that he went out to the mountain to pray and continued to all night in prayer to God. He was consistent. And oh, by the way, if you keep reading through this, it talks about his consistency in his message, in the work that he was doing. It took discipline. It took discipline because he knew where his strength came from. But here's the thing where we get stuck. We want results now. We're like Veruca Salt in Willy Wonka, right? I want it and I want it now. And the thing is, is that our feelings tell us to move on, to skip today because yesterday's action didn't pan out or we made those calls, but they didn't lead anywhere. And often in our giving up, often in our neglecting the consistency of discipline, we pacify ourselves and we have this fleeting peace. But as I said earlier, that lasting peace only comes when we actually take the action. We have to show up and walk the talk, even when the results don't show up when we want them, and even when they don't look the way that we think that they should. So in James chapter 2, verse 7, <clears throat> he says, you're, you'll be totally familiar with this. I'm sorry, 2.17. Foot. Faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. We have to not just believe, but we have to act upon it. We can't just let the Lord define and direct us and then not put it into action because then who gets the glory, right? How can we show people what it looks like 
to do the Lord's work with diligence and discipline if we're not consistent in that behavior, right? And here's what we know from, I'm going to go back to Samuel, 1 Samuel 13. Uh, Let's see. No, 1 Samuel 11. So this is talking about Saul and Saul's been proclaimed king and um, he saves, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, Jabesh, Gilead. uh, And it's because he sought the Lord and the spirit of the Lord came upon him and his anger was greatly aroused. So he took action to save Israel. And then he gives God the glory in verse 13. Not a man shall be put to death this day for today the Lord has accomplished salvation in Israel. And this is what Dr. Charles Stanley says that when Saul submitted to the spirit and allowed God to empower and direct him, great things happened. And that the Lord can do mighty things through us When we walk in the spirit and actually take the action, actually be consistent and be disciplined to obey his direction and take action. And that when Saul honored the Lord and put him first, he enjoyed a successful and prosperous rule. And here's the thing. When we move ahead in faith and we actually take the action consistently, When we are disciplined, we have no idea how God will move in power on our behalf, but we know that he will move. Remember Ephesians 3.20, that he will move on our behalf because we're being obedient in our action. So what does that action look like? It is really about setting up a daily discipline. And I have a tool for you that's going to help you do this. It's called the dash tool or the daily action sheet. And this dash tool is about first and foremost, putting a daily discipline in place, book ending your day, starting and ending with the Lord, taking breaks, allowing margin in your day to take a break, and then creating your to-do list that is mission focused specifically to what the Lord has given you to do to walk out in your business. This tool will help you condense all of those thoughts and put a daily discipline in place. And a daily discipline looks like, I will tell you, (laughs) a daily discipline looks like starting every day and ending every day in his presence and in his word, being clear about your priorities, God, family, business, and putting those priorities together on that to-do list getting clear on the actions that will move your business forward so that you're not trapped in distraction and discontentment and doubt, which is where the enemy wants you. It's about praying over every interaction. This is a discipline to pray over every call, every sale, every connection. I pray before every single coaching session that I do, whether it's my one-on-one coaching or my rooted group coaching, I pray specifically for the people that I'm coaching before I even jump on the Zoom for our coaching sessions. It is about scheduling those breaks, like I mentioned, and then it's about scheduling a focused 15 minutes to make your list for the next day. This DASH tool will help you do this, and it will help you stay consistent because that consistency honors God. That consistency says that there is congruence between what we say we will do and actually doing it. That consistency is 
putting discipline in place to actually take action and move our businesses forward because nothing happens without that action. And we have to take the action. It is being in obedience and diligent in the work we're doing for the Lord. So let me finish up this episode. If this has resonated with you, I am loving hanging out on Voxer. It's a walkie-talkie app. The link is here in the show notes. If you're watching this on YouTube, you'll see the link right there. Connect with me on Voxer. Leave me a private message. I'll message you back and I'll add you to our podcast hangout. And it's kind of a behind the scenes private hangout where I'm sharing additional tidbits. Um, I'm answering your questions, et cetera. So come over to Voxer and have fun with me there. Uh, It's one way that I love to keep in touch with my audience. And then as always, please leave a review, screenshot this, share it, tag me on social media. Um, Those reviews are so helpful for people being able to find us. And really excited that we're now part of the Edify app, which you heard. Um, and that that's a great app for Christian podcasts. And then lastly, it is March 21st. Registration closes tomorrow, March 22nd for the Leading Lady Be Led Retreat. So if you're in the mid-Atlantic area, now is the last chance. In fact, I'm recording this a little bit early, so I don't even know if there are seats still available. But If there are seats still available, this link is still working. So go find that in the show notes and join us Saturday, March 26th in Annapolis for a pause, a half-day retreat to allow you space to be with the Lord, to lean into his leadership with teachings on just that topic. And I can't wait to see you there. And then, of course, go get your Dash tool. That's down in the show notes as well. And then join us next week as we wrap up this conversation on commitment. And we talk about how commitment, I'm sorry, consistency, how consistency develops us, develops our endurance, our perseverance, and why that is so important for really making kingdom impact and seeing the results that you want in growing your business. I can't wait to chat with you next week. Hey friend, do you ever feel overwhelmed by the expectation to do more and push harder and control everything in your business? Or maybe you feel that you're trapped in a vicious cycle of driving and striving and making it happen, as the world would say. If you believe that God has a purpose for your business, but you're lacking clarity and serenity and fulfillment, and you need accountability and expert guidance to push beyond your comfort zone to allow God to lead and grow your business for kingdom impact, my private one-on-one coaching may be right for you. I invite you to explore this at aaronharrigan.com slash coach with Aaron. I work with a limited number of ambitious, successful women each year, and I have just a few spots open starting in April for my three-month and my six-month program. So I encourage you to go check that out at aaronharrigan.com slash coach with Aaron. And if you're in the Mid-Atlantic area, you can experience a taste of working with me at my half-day retreat the Leading Lady Be Led Retreat, Saturday, March 26th in Annapolis, Maryland. The details are in the show notes, but hurry and register because seats are limited and they're filling fast. I hope to see you in person there. Thanks for tuning in to the Hustle with Heart podcast each week. I pray it brings you value as you pursue success God's way to build a thriving business. Remember to check the show notes for the helpful links or free tools that I talked about in today's episode. 
I love seeing your shout outs to the podcast on Instagram and Facebook. So when you do that, please tag me. Be sure to follow the podcast on your favorite network so you get the episode every Monday when it releases. Definitely share this with your friends and fellow business owners that you know could benefit from this content. And could you also take a minute to help us out by leaving a review to help us reach more people with this message? We would so appreciate that. I'm praying for you, friend, that you'll experience the joy of pursuing success God's way in your business and that it will produce much fruit and impact His kingdom in greater ways than you could ever imagine. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app. 